the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Metal will probably throw in some motorcycles. I've got some cool guests coming by to talk to you. We're going to get it all in today, a little pop culture, a little health, whatever we can do for you. Now, first guy I got in the studio this morning is Ryan. Ryan owns the Clean Eatery in Little Rock, Arkansas. Good morning, Ryan. Welcome. Hey, Matt. Good morning. Glad you made it, brother. Thanks for the invite. Hey, it's always nice to see you. Hey, man, that's good. That's real, real good. Now, I know uh, you can tell us a little bit about what you do at the Clean Eatery. Yeah, in short, uh, we cook. We make people's food. Uh, we write a lot of diets for people, and we deliver it to their homes uh, a couple days a week. That way they always have fresh food. Uh, like yourself, I met you almost 10 years ago. It's been forever, brother. It's been a long time. Uh, in short, yeah. uh, I got into this industry because nothing existed like it over a decade ago. And working with people trying to get their diets dialed in, whether it was for weight loss or uh, maybe they just wanted to eat consistent. Uh, Always good. But fast food is just your easy option. It's you poison, know? man. But at the same time, we're fast food. But it's already delivered. And all you got to do is take it with you. Well, you know, I want to sing your praises, okay, because I eat clean eatery food every day. I love it. It's delivered to my house two or three times a week. It's fresh, fresh meat, fresh vegetables. You guys cook it. You guys drop it off at, at their house. I get it every day. People ask, why you look so good, Matt? Hey, it's clean eatery. That's why I look so good. It's Ryan's food. I'm telling you right now. So they bring it to the house. It's in a couple of containers. You just take the container, pop it in the microwave for about a minute and a half. Boom. You got fresh food. Steak, chicken, turkey, various vegetables. They can put a meal plan together for you for whatever your goals might be. You want to lose weight? They can put that meal plan together. You want to build lean muscle mass? They can put that meal plan together. You uh, have other goals. Maybe you want a Mediterranean diet. Maybe you're on an all-plant diet. Whatever you want to do. Ryan can do that for you at the Clean Eatery. And you got options, man. I mean, what are the meal plan options? Well, the most important part is client satisfaction. You know, yeah, we, we take into account what do you like, what do you not like. Uh, if you want steak, then cool. We'll write that into your plan. If you are having gut syndromes where it doesn't work for you uh, and you're really trying to find a healthy balance, uh, you know, we try to do an elimination type diet. Uh, about seven years ago, I got into this industry and really started focusing on metabolic diseases and endocrine dysfunctions because people struggle with obesity and they can't figure out why. And so we came up with a series of different plans in order to achieve those goals. Our most popular plan still to this day is the tried and true complete 20 meal program. It was designed to be a complete nutrition plan and allow one cheat meal a week. And ever since the beginning, that has been the most efficient for people to either stay on their goals or to be able to share with their whole family. That way they can just plug and play. You know, busy mom and dad, couple kids, breakfast is already done in the mornings. 
all they got to do is heat it up and keep rolling. So you're talking about 20 meals a week. So 20 meals over a seven-day period of time. That's right. So when are the delivery days? So we deliver Mondays and Thursdays. Uh, Monday, because, you know, that's the start of your week, we deliver it. Basically, we cook all day long, and then it's delivered to your house within the hour of it being done made. So the 20-meal plan, that can be any diet plan you want or any nutrition plan you want, but the one that is most popular is called what? It's our Complete 20 plan. Complete 20. That's right. So we deliver half of it on Monday, the other half on Thursday. So 10 meals Monday, 10 meals Thursday. That's right. It doesn't take up a ton of space in the fridge if you and your spouse are on one. You both put yours on different shelves in the refrigerator. You know what's yours. She knows what's hers. And if you got kids, maybe you want to be able to send them healthy food for lunch instead of getting whatever is being served on their tray or whatever you can pick out of a snack box. We do offer the child five, uh, 25 bucks. It's basically just five bucks a meal. Oh, wow. And people can just stick those in their kids' lunch boxes, and now they already have a healthy meal for the week. Oh, uh, man, that's cool. That's really cool. Yeah, we just try to leave the... You know, the spicy things, no peppers, no onions, you know, leave those types of things out. Kids aren't too keen on them, but <laughs> right, right. But yeah. you're always guaranteed you're going to hit your macros. And that's really the whole goal of what we do. We do macros based nutrition. This isn't some a la carte pick like there's a lot of other companies that yeah. do similar to what. We yeah. Do. I mean, you know, you get a box of frozen junk dropped off the house by that's FedEx, right. man. That's you right. Know, and then you can throw that frozen junk in the microwave. I mean, you know, it's I mean, it's frozen. Right. I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, our meals are not designed to be frozen. Uh, they're they're designed to be eaten within, you know, a day or two. And that's why we deliver multiple times throughout the week. When you drop food at my house, you made it right then. Literally. It's fresh. You know, I can grab it. I can eat it. You know, and, and like I said, I mean, I get a container. Maybe that container is some steak and some asparagus. Maybe that container is some grilled chicken and some Brussels sprouts. Whatever. For my meal plan. I pop that in the microwave for a minute and 30 seconds. Boom. I'm good to go. I'll I tell you, those Brussels sprouts, man, that's that's what I get the most requests for on a weekly basis. What are you grilling them in, man? Oh, I don't know. Because, they're baked. Okay, dude, because before your Brussels sprouts, before Ryan Brussels sprouts, I hated Brussels sprouts, okay? For real. <laughs> yes, man. It's a little bit of garlic, sriracha, and some maple, and it changes the whole profile, and it makes people want to eat healthier foods they're cut you actually up. enjoy it yes yes they're cut up and i'm getting the brussels sprouts and steak sometimes or the brussels sprouts and chicken but i love that uh, i love the steak i love the chicken i love the turkey when i get the turkey i like that uh, and i like the mix too as far as like some sauces you know sauces the sauces that right. you do to go with the meat or to go with the salads and, and the hardest part about going to, to eat other places is you get that stuff, and it's usually filled with fillers or oh, yeah. some other kinds of oil. And Sugar, not to be weird salt. about it, yeah, like it tastes good. Like I love it, you know. But when I make it, we leave that stuff out. You know, at the end of the day, we want good cholesterol numbers. We don't want bad cholesterol numbers. You don't want rancid ingredients that that have been put in there. Seed oils, corn oils, you know, stuff that isn't good for your body. Your liver doesn't process it. It's just wasted calories. So how about we just focus on the simple things that your body needs in order to survive, and we just make it taste good, you know? Makes uh, sense. Makes sense to me. Now, I know you got a website. So if somebody's out there, they're listening, they want to check out what you got, what's your website, brother? So it's Clean Eatery, uh, mm-hmm. all one word, Clean Eatery, L-R, for Little Rock. Uh, at one point, I was hoping to go nationwide and really kind of become a phenomenon. It's It's been a cool journey over the past several years, Clean Eatery, L-R.com. 
Uh, you can check us out on Instagram. I do like to promote stuff on Instagram. That's where ninety yeah. percent of our client base let me, comes from. Let me from. interrupt, man. You yeah. are a phenomenon. I'm gonna tell you that now. Okay, <laughs> you're a phenomenon. You've been at this a decade. You have fine tuned it. Right. Okay. It is hitting on all eight cylinders, and I would say at this point, eight cylinders with twin turbos. I'm loving it. You've got it smoothed out. Deliveries are good. The food tastes good. I like the whole program. That's why I'm sticking with it. I appreciate you know, that. CleanEateryLR.com. I call that a phenomenon. I want people to go to the website and check it out. You go to the website, you check it out, you see what's on there. But now, yes. Uh, your Instagram. The problem with your Instagram, bro. The problem with your Instagram is you make me hungry. Okay, <laughs> so so you know I'm just looking through Instagram or whatever. I'm sitting at the I'm sitting in the parking lot somewhere. You know I'm waiting in line at the bank. I'm gonna look at Instagram. Here comes you with a picture of some food, oh, man. some feed, some st- sizzling steak or something. I'm like, oh, dude, I gotta eat. What is the Instagram handle? It is Clean Eatery LR. That's it. That's it. At Clean, Clean Eatery, Eatery LR. LR. That's, That's right. it. Okay. Or you okay. can follow me personally at ce.chef. Uh, I try to keep my, my personal stuff really business related. Yeah. I don't really mix personal life on social media. Right. Because I want people to see what I'm about and I believe it and I live it. Nice. Uh, I mean, for, for 10 years now, I'll, I go out to eat too. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I like to go places. Yeah. I don't go to many. But right in, in my time doing this, I've competed for MasterChef. I've been able to compete on different levels uh, here in the state, and we can hold our own. We can really throw it out. My my entire team has evolved over the past decade. We've really honed our skill sets. And Bro, you ain't playing. I mean, uh, I, I've had a couple it's parties. Really, I've had a couple parties. Yeah. You catered the parties, or you've cooked at the parties, and it's off the chain. I mean, your food is incredible. Well, it's you know, you great. travel, you get a fifty dollars steak. You pay 60, 70 bucks for a decent steak. True. And then I can do the exact same thing at home. Why go out to eat anymore? Exactly, exactly. I mean, I've had some great parties. You've you've done the food. It has been tremendous. And I'm with you on that. I've got some business social media and I've got some personal social media. I don't mix the two up, you know, and that's a good thing to do. Uh, I keep my business feed business. I like how you're doing that. That's clean eateryLR.com or on Instagram it's at clean eatery LR yes that's right now you got uh, Facebook you got snapchat or you just doing Instagram and a website just Instagram gotcha. uh, Instagram Facebook that's it uh, gotcha. snapchat was really too fast paced for me yep. it didn't really yep. contain a lot of substance it was about quick and easy click and buys a lot of goofy kids on there too well people are really fast to move on True. And in True. this industry, people who are really fast to move on means you have to constantly have new sales. You're constantly onboarding uh, people. You're trying to get that initial click and get compulsive buys. I don't want compulsive clients. I want good clients. I want people who are going to follow a plan. I want people who want to eat healthy. I want people who want longevity to their life. I have people who started with me 10 years ago. Like me. That have literally taken off a couple weeks or months. And then they come back. Like me. They'll go off on their own. They'll go out to eat. They'll go to the grocery store. They'll spend $250, $300 a week buying groceries, and they don't eat half of it. And then they're right back in my my phone. And I love that. Come back to Jesus. Let's go. Get to religion again. Get back on that clean eatery. The other part of it's the aftercare. Even when people leave here, I'm not bitter about it. Like they, it served them a purpose for whatever time, and then they'll go, and then they'll spend a couple hundred bucks, and they always come back, and they say, it may be expensive, but at least it's done, and it's done right, and I'm not wasting things. 
Or what really confuses me is when people order 15, 10, 15 meals a week and they say, I just, it's backing up in the fridge. I'm like, it's nuts. What are you doing? Yeah, that's nuts, man. I mean, it to me, the price point is awesome. It's a good price. I feel like there's value. I'm getting my money's worth. Matt, I am with you live. Why? Because Dave is on vacation. So you got me until 11 a.m. Central Standard Time today. I've got some guests here with me. Ryan from the Clean Eatery Little Rock is my first guest. That's cleaneaterylr.com. And we're talking about how Ryan can solve your problems. Now, in the break, we were talking about busy lives. Oh, busy. Busy lives. so So if you want to go to work, you got work. That's happening out there. And then you've got your job. You've got traffic. You've got your spouse. You've got your significant other. You've got maybe your church commitments, your civic commitments. You've got things you've got to do with your family, 24/7, right? 24-7, every day. How much easier can life be with meal prep, you know? Well, it does accelerate a, a whole lot of benefactors. You're not grocery shopping, like hardly at all. Uh, most people I tell, you know, go get a favorite sauce. If you got a flavored barbecue sauce or hot sauce or spicy, maybe you want to throw some avocado on there. Like, you stick to the basics. Just don't buy the junk. You don't have it at home. Like, you eliminate simple things in your life that can overcomplicate good choices. But then in your personal time, if you're going to hit the road and, say, go on a weekend trip, you throw about five or six meals in a little Yeti, put it in the car, and go wherever you're going to go. If you're going to be on flight, you know you can check them in on your bag, and they're there when you get there. Uh, you know, in 10 years, I've seen a lot of people doing different things in order to make things happen. We started doing bulk meal prep orders also uh, back in November last year for a lot of our bodybuilders or people competing where they can just get ground turkey already cooked or chicken or chicken thighs or chicken breast or ground beef or rice or brown rice and quinoa or Brussels sprouts or sweet potatoes or egg whites. Because their diet can change day to day to day to day. Or maybe they have a trainer who's writing their programs and they don't need somebody to assemble it. They just want to get it in bulk and just kind of fill in their own things. We have been doing that. We've been moving a lot. Our partnerships with a lot of gyms. Uh, I've got 27 gyms right now that we 27? work with. Yeah, trainers in every one of them. Now, is this around Little Rock or are you branching out to other parts of Central Arkansas? So we go from Searcy to Cabot to Conway. Wow. Plus North Little Rock, Sherwood, uh, we go all the way to Hot Springs the other direction. Uh, maybe even sometimes in East End, we work with a trainer out there. But a lot of these trainers, they'll get their people, they'll, they'll tell them to get on a diet plan and not have to write the diet. They just say, hey, have Ryan do it for you. In fact, you know, if you hire a dietitian, you're looking at spending about 250 bucks to get a whole diet plan. Oh, wow. 250 now, now you have it on paper, but we are where the rubber meets the road. Not only do we write it, now we cook it, now we prepare it, and then it gets delivered, and you have zero excuses other than your own willpower to toss it in the microwave for a minute and a half. So, so you're doing a diet plan for them, yeah, free of charge, included with your service. That's right. Uh, can't beat that, people. I you're mean, saying- you can go custom diets if you want to really uh-huh. tailor a diet. Some people come to me that have went to see their cardiologist or uh-huh. maybe an oncologist. Maybe they have liver failure maybe they have cancer problems maybe they have thyroid issues well we try to help people solve all of that by eliminating the stuff that are in their day-to-day routines that are causing those problems you know what's it like to have a healthy functioning liver endocrine function you know your body's not producing so much insulin you're not you're you're not using up all the glucose that's 
being stored and now it gets stored as fat so how do we eliminate that so it all goes back to the very basics protein carbs and fat how can we regulate that for people and we weigh every single portion i tell you i go through more batteries on a monthly basis just on scales try and weigh them all out make sure that every single thing is weighed individually every single portion uh, is accounted for and the assembly line that works is all by human hands this isn't some machine operated system uh, it's not shelf stable pro- products you know it's it, it doesn't have additives to it if you eliminated gluten from everything well it's not so much of a gluten allergy anymore now it's just we just don't add it in there like you're not going to miss it we're not talking about grabbing some frozen meat and throwing it on a grill like McDonald's. We're talking about fresh stuff made for you. And I like your point. You talk about how you're covering weight loss with someone that wants to diet. You're also covering building lean muscle mass for mm-hmm. bodybuilders and weightlifters. Yep. But then you're also covering a health plan for someone that may have a heart issue or is trying to prevent a heart issue. Yeah. Or maybe um, some other sickness, whether it's liver, or maybe they've got an issue with their gut, cancer. like you mentioned, or cancer. You've got to fine-tune stuff. Get that fine-tuned meal plan for them. But you also mentioned what I like is you're taking out the poisons. Because let's be honest, the white powder is poison. If it's sugar, if it's salt, if it's flour, if it's cocaine, if it's white powder, okay, it's powder. Right? <laughs> stay away. That stuff is killing you, man. And, and when you start including natural... Uh, proteins, you're talking about naturally occurring amino acids that are in your body that are essential for organ and tissue development, creatine, stuff like that. So when you say you love your ground turkey, well, guess what? It's got all of those things in there. And uh, let's also be real. How often do you think I'm going to ground some, I'm going to cook some ground turkey, and then it makes this huge mess. All the grease pops all over your stovetop and everything. And then you want to incorporate that somehow. You you kind of do a hamburger helper maybe, and then that's loaded with a whole bunch of extras that are that are unnecessary for your day-to-day diet. So we can do those types of things. We just leave out all that extra junk. So dairy intolerances, you know, we're already cutting those out because you don't really get cheese. I mean, sometimes we'll throw feta in there, but that's yeah. about it. That's good. I like it. Some raw goat cheese. Oh, yeah. Not everybody's keen on goat cheese, but... You know, it's an adapted taste. I don't know, man. You throw some of that fat in there with the shrimp, oh, excuse me, with the spinach and the other things that you've done for me. I mean, it's great. I, and I don't know. I know the sauce that's going on mine is um, is uh, awesome. It tastes wonderful. And he told you to call us, 501-823-0965. My main man, Ryan, is here with the Clean Eatery. We were just talking about the gym, getting healthy, getting some good food delivered to your house. That's Clean Eatery LR. CleanEateryLR.com, or if you're one of the Instagrammers, at CleanEateryLR on Instagram. Check that feed out. Also on Facebook, same name. Check that out. Ryan's discussing our meal plans, and Ryan is discussing going to the gym. Ryan is discussing having that discipline, and that is definitely part of it. And when you're talking about being healthy, whether you're talking about losing weight, okay, whether you are talking about... um, changing your changing your diet to get more healthy whatever you're talking about you know the gym is part of that i personally and my personal trainer wouldn't agree with this but i personally think about 10 percent of what you're doing is vitamins and minerals 
Okay, Correct. what you're doing, vitamins and minerals, supplement-wise, okay? And I think about 10% of what you're doing is your workout. You know, whether you're, you're, you're getting in your cardio for your heart health or you're lifting weights because you're trying to maintain or build muscle mass, I think that's about 10% of it. But I believe, at least it's been this way for me personally, I would think you would agree. I, I, I don't know. It's open to debate. But I think 80% of being in shape, maintaining your weight or losing weight, being healthy, I think 80% is what you eat. It's just consistency. Yeah, that's it. The quality of what you eat and what you're eating. And the big problem that I've run into, I've experienced it myself, okay? Let's be real. As a chef, I started with with lots of different restaurants background. I grew up in the barbecue industry. Ooh, barbecue, baby. Old Mean Pig out in Cabot. That's my my family. Mean Pig. So I grew up on the barbecue life. Nice. But it's lean protein to some degree. You're constantly eating this lean brisket and pork. Oh, man. The pork is not necessarily my favorite. I'm beef. Then I would say chicken. Then I would say turkey. I I, I don't know. Turkey might be second. Chicken third. We're in there somewhere. But beef is first. Turkey, chicken. Those those three. And, man, I don't know what's next. I I, I might say shrimp. I mean, I I don't know. Pork is just not in my top three. Sure. Right? Uh, now, if you got some pulled pork and you've dumped some cool barbecue sauce on it, you know, I hate the pun. I'm going to pick out on that. But, I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm beef, turkey, chicken first. Well, then you got your whole seafood wash. Oh, man. man, when we travel, uh, oh, I, man. we were just talking about traveling a little bit ago. I try to get out of town every so often. And when I get out of town, I'm going to try to have some good food. Yes. But I know when I come home, like, I got to get back on the routine. Yes. When I travel, I try to take a few good things with me if I know I'm going to be busy the whole time I'm there. But when I travel to coastal states, man, that is really where I get my jam. Sometimes I have some clients who only want seafood, so I can do pescatarian-type diets. You know, there's people who have really? aversions to different types of seafood or shellfish. And I, I'd be willing to gamble this, that if I were to talk to you about doing some seafood, mm-hmm. some crab, some scallops, mm. some shrimp. Oh man, now I'm I think you just replaced that beef at the top of that list with some good old seafood. Yeah, now I, I, I do like shrimp. I do like scallops. I do like crab, but I know you can't have salmon. Yeah, I'm not doing salmon. That. I'm not doing salmon. I'm not doing. I'm not doing walnuts. Uh, you know, I did like a food allergy test and uh-huh. just kind of tried to kick some stuff out of my diet. And I still have that list. Yeah, brother, I, I have know. to look I at mean, it every time I, I, I write a diet it, to make sure that we get you covered in because we got to dial it right in. Man, it's it's and I appreciate that. I mean, so, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I am a beef guy, but, yeah, I guess maybe it's beef, chicken, turkey, seafood or maybe it's beef. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Seafood's in there, man. <laughs> it just pork's down at the bottom. I don't know, man. I just love steak. I love beef. But you're right. Scallops, shrimp, yes, some crab, absolutely. And the way you prep it. I mean, you sent you sent a little crab the other day, which was awesome. And I got a I got a salad from you that had some shrimp. That was really good. Um, I mean, you know what you're doing. You've been doing the clean eatery thing now for a decade. Mm-hmm. But before that, you were doing catering and you were doing food. So, I mean, you've got a lifetime in this. That's right. This yeah. is what you know. And, you know, you talked about the chef competitions and things. Uh, almost 30 years now I've been around food. And so with the clean eatery, every week we have a new menu on our regular menus. And every week we use the same ingredients. You got your beef. You got your chicken. You got your ground turkey. 
we just try to put a different spin on all of those recipes. Tastes you know, different. It's it's a completely different taste, but it's the same ingredients, just made to taste differently. There you go. Uh, you know, once every couple of weeks, we'll throw in some kind of a pasta because people like it. But I will say about 80% of what we do is Mediterranean. Ooh. And we do that because it is a heart healthy. It's been olive proven oil. for a long time. Uh, olive oil, as you mentioned, we only use raw. We don't cook things in olive oil. Yeah, you told me the other day, I, we were talking about like nuts and, and, you know, what we were doing with the meal plan and the nuts. And, man, you know, I like them. You know, I can't, I'm, I'm not doing walnuts because mm-hmm. I got a little bit of a reaction to that. But, you know, man, I love cashews. I love pecans. I love almonds. And you told me roasted is poison, man. It is. Which I didn't know. Because the oil becomes rancid at that point. Ah. And when the oil becomes rancid and you ingest that, your body can't digest it. So what happens when you put stuff that's kind of poisonous to your body is it causes oh. inflammation. Yeah. That's, and so that's you're, a simple thing. So you're walking through the airport or something, or you're walking, you're at a convenience store, you think you're going to grab something healthy, and so you grab some almonds. Mm-hmm. If they're roasted, they're bad for you. Yeah. So you so you, you got to have the raw, right? It's, it's a, a yeah. common nomenclature that people constantly make. Uh, that those are the little choices that add up over time. But also when you're you're traveling yeah. or you're staying local and you're trying to eat healthy and you just try to pick the healthiest thing off the fast food menu, Phew, or you go to the food court and you kind of build your own type of healthy thing, it's all those little things that are added to all those foods and all those ingredients and that little bit of sauce here and there that really throws off your diet from being 80% clean, as, as we agree, right. is part of being healthy. I, and it really takes it from 80, 80 down to like 40 I mean, I really think it's 80% what you eat. Yeah. Then throw in about 10% exercise. I'm sorry, personal trainer. And then about 10% vitamins mineral supplements okay but it's 80 percent what you're sticking in your mouth yeah okay and everybody tries to out exercise a bad diet Can't do it so that's the other part is that you see these guys that are big you know they, they're you can tell they're on test they got big biceps they got i, I kind of joke around there they look like balloon animals balloon but animals. they got a distended they look gut like captain america right here <laughs> in the studio we got a captain america cut out here and Captain America is ripped. Captain America has negative 20% body fat, okay? He's nothing but twisted blue steel. You're telling me the guys that look like that at the gym are on testosterone. You don't say. It's a good chance. Yeah. It's like saying <laughs> Keith Richards may have used heroin. I okay? would not accuse him, but I'm not saying yeah. that he didn't. It's, it's not beyond the realm of possibility. So muscle rip dude is on test is what you're saying. Right. So a lot of okay. people will take supplements. You know, okay. They're constantly pounding creatine. They're mm-hmm. constantly pounding tests. They're, they're taking other foreign substances, which are easier to get nowadays mm-hmm. because the Internet just allows everything. China will ship you some stuff, man. Yeah, it'll deliver I mean, right to your door. I coming, you know. <laughs> but what do we... But when we look at the big picture, like all these guys, they'll be big. They'll have distended guts. You can tell they drink constantly. Like uh, all You're they're doing, they is they're trying to outlift a, a bad diet. They, they got big arms and a fat belly. Yeah, that's it. Really, they look like Homer Simpson. Is what you're telling me? Basically, they're trying to <laughs> trying to outlift a bad diet. Outlifting a bad diet. I see it everywhere. I've always heard, you know, you can't you can't out you know you can't outwork bad nutrition, right? But outlift a bad diet. Yeah, that's a new way to look at it. Yeah, uh, and and when you you start to make little tweaks and it becomes a habit, start yes. with consistency. Five days a week may seem like a lot, but there's seven days of the week. So you're looking about 65 to 70% of your week if you can do five days. Mm-hmm. It's clean. clean. Eat clean five days is what you're saying. Eat clean five days a week. Eat clean. And then Work when out the weekends mean. roll around, make good choices. 
Live lean, baby. Live live lean. There you go. I like pizza. No. But I don't eat it very much. Pizza. Like once every, I pizza. don't know, four or five months. So are you saying a cauliflower pizza crust is not helping you? I'm not saying that it is. I'm not saying it isn't. I mean, we've thrown down some pretty good ones saying over no the years. Comment, no comment. <laughs> it, it, it's all in how it's made and, and, but, and really what. How, the portion size, portion, 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 portion. But what about the what about the Parmesan cheese chips you made for me one time? Or one time I got some Parmesan cheese taco taco so shells. I made you some keto taco shells yeah, the other baby. day. Yeah, yeah baby. man. Uh, I really put a lot of effort into making sure that you could enjoy some tacos, and I made some really nice turkey chorizo for you. And then I went and got some pancetta ham, mm. and I was like, you know what? If Matt doesn't like this dish. I'm probably going to give up. Dude, it was so quit. good. I took a picture and I sent it to you. I said, cha-ching, baby. This is what I want to eat. And some avocado ranch, you know, with a little bit of Greek yogurt Ooh. on top with some hot sauce. I mean, you really Preach. you really have a complete dish. It's so good. Like, who needs to go to local lime? I love you guys. But you're going to spend, you know, 50 bucks eating by yourself. Man, I've if never you get been. an appetizer and a thing of tacos. I've never been to local lime. I, I, they're decent. Yeah. I mean, they, they're at the, they're at the top of my would go to places right. if I didn't want to make tacos. I, I try to pop into Sonny Williams and hog the piano, but whatever. That's a story <laughs> for a different day. I'm your host, Matt. They call me Wildside Smith. I'm in the saddle with you, and I got my main man Ryan. He keeps me healthy. He keeps me on my toes because he is running the Clean Eatery. CleanEateryLR.com dot com or at Clean Eatery LR. On Facebook and Instagram. We got about nine minutes left to get you healthy. We are doing our best. I hope you were paying attention this morning. This is 101.1 FM, The Answer. And you can call us at 501 823 What other great information do you have for us this morning, my brother? Uh, the easiest part. Easy part. Ooh. The easiest part. We like part. easy because as Americans... We favor easy. We like to touch one little button on our phone and have everything done for us. That's right. Talk Once to you me. visit one of those websites, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, or you decide to do the long form and go to Google and search it all, there's an easy enrollment process. Really? You click the button. Click the button. You put your name in. Put your name in. You put in any dietary preferences or allergies. Ooh. And you click submit. That's it. And then I get your stuff and I look at it. And I try to determine what's the best route for you. And then I give you a call. And so we, we take five minutes or so, go over what your expectations are, write your diet plan, and then we start Monday morning. Just that easy. I really can't make it any easier. This sounds like a, a one-step app process that works and that is good and is streamlined. Let's say not like Peacock, but like a real app that works. <laughs> this is what he's talking about here. It's a one-step process to get you what you need, to get you on the road to weight loss, to get you on the road to being healthy, to get you on the road to where you want to go. Or let's talk about the other part of the clients okay. that Tell I don't me. ever see, the elderly. Huh? You got okay. mom and dad. You got grandpa, grandma. They have a hard time getting to and from the grocery store. It's crowded. Uh, I have a lot of people who get programs for their grandparents. This whole Meals on Wheels thing is kind of one of those things that we got into a few years ago where we were able to help take care of older people who just needed to get the right content in their life. You know, they've been eating their own way for the last 50 years or so. And now that they're in their seniors, they're really looking for something convenient, something to be able to bring to their parents' house, 
to be able to stock them up with or people who are on fixed income. That's the other part of this. How often do people go to the grocery store and overspend on things that they aren't going to eat or, you know, they'll buy a couple healthy things, then they'll buy several unhealthy things. And then when they go to the fridge, they keep pushing that salad container to the back. They keep pushing that thing of uh, broccoli back into the drawer. And they keep grabbing that big bag of chips that they got or the Little Debbie snacks or the Diet Dr. Pepper or the Coke or, 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 or. But they aren't reaching for the good stuff. A lot of the elderly, I see this constantly. They'll come to me and say, I really need to lose 70 pounds. And 70 pounds. 50, 60, 70, <laughs> 80 pounds. And we'll 70, look at it, and I'll ask them pounds. one question that, you, that most people struggle to answer. I say, how is your activity? And they just don't have any. Or okay. they say, I'm thinking about starting. You're telling me they're watching Fox News and that's we all they started. do, baby. We, the activity's Fox News? We don't see activity. <laughs> we, I'm hearing so you. So you have to do something. You got to walk, man. If you're not active, you got to take another approach. You got to be aggressive with it. And then when we do deductive reasoning, you know, you're trying to take away things that people love. Doesn't mean you can't have it. I love a brownie. I like to go out to eat. I used to own the main cheese, grilled cheese, gourmet sandwiches. Oh, it's so good, bro. I used to go in there and get on like a cheese carb high. Yes. It was worse than alcohol. With a big old thing of fries, covered more cheese with a big side of charcuterie board. Roll me out the wheelbarrow, baby. I was on both sides of that evil. Dude, I'm glad it closed. I'm glad it closed, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I sold it, and after I sold it, it lasted like three months. Hey, I'm just glad you got out of it so I wasn't tempted to go. (laughs) But in that lifestyle, you know, we love those types of things, and we still do. People, That's why Mexican restaurants are so popular. They get big bowl of tortillas cheese and cheese dip. Let's talk about that. If I asked you, Matt, would you like to eat 17 tortillas? How would that – like, would you answer that question? It sounds scary, bro. It but sounds scary. if I say, what if I cut it into little corners and fried it and gave you a big bowl of cholesterol cheese – And some salt. And some salt. Would you like some then? And there's sugar in that cheese. Let's yeah. enjoy that sucker. Oh, man, and just suck that down. And your orders are saying, please. And then no, you get a big old thing me. of guacamole to go with it. And we're talking about adding an extra thousand calories on. Dude, that guac, though. You got fresh guac. Oh. You throw it on your ground turkey. You have the exact same effect as tacos. It's like you're getting high. You get some fresh pico. You throw it on there. Your life's just a little bit better. But also, your intestines are going to thank you later. For 10 minutes. Your life is better. You're on that carbo high, man. But Ooh. I see this constantly, especially with elderly. They like to go out. They like their margaritas. They like their bowls of cheese dip. And then they come to me, and they say, I want to lose 70 pounds. 70. But I'm like, you're Bro. 70 years old. And then I have these folks whose kids say, my mom and dad are in this bad place. They have Alzheimer's. They have dementia. They've been battling things. I don't want to end up like that. Can you help me with that? And believe it or not, through my studies over these past 10 years, I've had to become an endocrine specialist, metabolic diseases specialist, work with Alzheimer's, work with infertility through the Arkansas Children's Hospital, work with the cardiologists, work with the oncologists. I've seen everything that you can possibly throw at me. I had a guy just a couple weeks ago who's 38 years old. He signed up for a plan. He went into the hospital for a checkup on Friday, came out that day. He was told he had five months left to live with cancer. Oh, my God. And he's like, what can you do to help me? And to be honest with you, I don't know. 
but let's just start at ground zero and get as healthy as we can. You, my guest now is Philip Martin. Hey, now, he's here with us. Yeah, right now, here. Now, hey, I call Philip Martin the Renaissance Man of Hillcrest. <laughs> okay. Well, that's not accurate. I, we moved, you know. I knew you moved. I got to find you a new nickname, brother. Yeah, I know, I know, because we went across the river. Now we're, but we still have our visa. We still come back. You I know. see. You know, we still have our papers and go through the checkpoint and come into Hillcrest. The you Independent know, the Republic of Hillcrest. Yeah, the, the People's Republic. People's Republic. People's That's Republic right. Hillcrest. It, it's yeah. such a nice neighborhood. Yeah, it's uh, you know. So we come back and stuff. We're living in you know like a little colony over there, Rockwater on the river by um, you know right there by the Arkansas River. So uh, you're enjoying that. You've been there for a few years now. Yeah, yeah. Karen, my wife, Karen, she likes to you know bike and go up and down the river. We got both. Really got both downtowns. We can walk to. Uh, it's a real nice area. Um, and I just do what she tells me, you know. So of course, so exactly, you know. So it's like uh, you. We've been in Hillcrest for twenty-two years. You want to move? Sure. You, you want to build a house? Sure. You want to build another house? Well, we may build another house if that happens. I don't know, but uh, I just do. I just. It's it's a. I hadn't spent much time in North Little Rock because I don't go. Uh, there's like four places I go, you know. Uh, so I'm sort of still discovering the town and everything i really like it i really like the um the city i really like the police over there i mean no shade on little rock police but you right. get to know them in north little rock well, it's I mean, a smaller yeah it's smaller it's like a you know it's, it's 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 a small town in its community and and these guys are and and women are really really good and i mean i've paid a lot of attention to police over course of my career i used to be a cop reporter and stuff like that. i cover criminal investigations and i know you know a lot about that job and how hard it is and i understand you know that they kind of are looking at you like <laughs> they're wondering what you did but they really interact really well with uh you know with the homeless people over there with the people that are wandering around there's a there's a certain kindness to them that i really appreciate i'm i'm really happy with north little rock and like i said i I loved Hillcrest. I still do. I still come back there all the time. So, how many years in Hillcrest? I think twenty-two. Twenty-two. I think 22. Years. Yeah, I think we lived there twenty-two. We, you know, sort of Hillcrest adjacent before that. You know, yeah. so. But uh, yeah, like I said, I don't get out much. <laughs> well, I mean, Little Rock, such um, excuse me, North Little Rock, such a smaller population. You yeah. know, I mean, I guess it's about sixty thousand, something like that. I know at this point, uh, Fort Smith is larger. Yeah. Fayetteville's larger. Uh, I mean, Jonesboro, probably larger at this yeah, point. Yeah, probably at this point, yeah. And uh, I don't know, Conway's probably close. I mean, North Little Rock has a small town feel. There's no doubt. I'm, yeah. I'm glad you like it over there. Yeah, I like it over there. Like I said, the, the four or five places I go, I mean, I got, a good, I got a good guitar store over there. I got, you know, places to go get some coffee. Got Blackberry Market. Those pla- You know, I mean, I, could, I, I don't want to start, you know. Endorsements? Endorsements, We're not right. throwing out endorsements. No, we're not doing that. No, no. They might start sending me free stuff. And but get... we got maybe four to, to a half dozen regular haunts that we frequent is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, okay. exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and after COVID, it sort of shut everything down. Now we mm-hmm. all get – now we go take out and bring it home, you know. Mm-hmm. And we go places we can take our dogs, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's – So you got a coffee spot. You got a guitar spot. <laughs> maybe maybe you got a watering hole over there for yeah, some adult beverages. Yeah, I yeah mean, maybe. You know, liquor store. Well, you know, what yeah. else does a man need? Exactly. 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 I don't need much. Just make those stops, man. Feel happy. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and like you said, I mean, happy wife, happy life. 
right? right? So, right. I mean, you got to do that, and then you're good, man. You're smooth. Yeah, you that's go. right. And, you know, it's sort of like I've got my office upstairs. i got my studio upstairs. I mean, I could, we, can li- we, can, we can live through the uh, – Another pandemic if we have to. Hey, you know? Let's hope that doesn't happen. I hope not. I Knock hope on not. wood, man. Yeah, Ooh, I that's know. too hard on movies and music <laughs> and restaurants and culture Everything. and people getting out of the house, man. We're just starting to get – I mean, it's like it's really weird because we're just starting to get where we're going out a lot more. I mean, we're going to see Los Lobos, yeah. you know, the next week, and then we're going to see James McMurtry at the oh, Whitewater. Nice, nice. And we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And, I mean, sort of like – but we went through four years, basically, of not doing much. Yeah, know, I mean, so. 20, 21, 22 is just yeah. bleh, yeah, Exactly. You know, so. Exactly. But I see that. I mean, you know, we had a real summer this past summer. Yeah. Uh, movie theaters had a real summer. Sporting events had a real summer. Concerts had a real summer. This summer, people were back doing what they do in the summer for the first time since summer of 2019. Yeah, the, the Barbie and Oppenheimer. and I mean, I mean, a lot of movies, you know, kind of popped this summer. You yes, know? a lot of traction. We had a good summer. And, you know, when you're talking about movies, uh, year to date, we are way ahead of 2022. Yeah. And I think the box office in general is at about 85% of 2019. Really? So, yeah, I mean, it's really good. About 85% of 2019 for the domestic box office, USA and Canada. If the uh, strike doesn't throw off these movies, um, you know, we've got, a, we've got a good, good shot at maintaining that or possibly closing the gap and clicking up a little bit toward 90%. They've moved some movies. You know, Dune moved to the, to the spring. Yeah. Um, you know, they've moved some movies around, and this strike has hurt. Um, I think that's terrible because we were just getting back on our feet for the entertainment right, exactly. industry. Uh, but hey, man, you can't—you know—the Screen Actors Guild. You can't. Yeah, it has it has really hurt publicity, and I think that has hurt the publicity of these movies that have come out, like Blue Beetle. It's going to hurt Expendables, which comes out tonight. Right. Uh, it's definitely hurt. Um, you know, Venice. Um, it's hurt that film. Uh, it hurt Equalizer. Uh, I, I really think the last two movies that were released that weren't impacted by the um, embargo, the strike, you know, actors can't promote if they're a member of the Screen right, Actors right. Guild. Exactly. So they're not doing social media. They're not doing TV. They're not here. Dave's yeah. not here today, man. Yeah. This is Matt. Matt, Matt, Matt is in the house. Yes, I am here with you, and I'm hosting because Dave is on vacation He's eating fried egg sandwiches on the beach, I think, outside of uh, maybe Fort Walton. I don't know. Maybe it's Panama City, somewhere. He, so that's where Dave's at today. So you got Matt this morning. And I have as my guest Philip Martin, who I used to call the Renaissance Man of Hillcrest. You can still call me that. Well, I'm going to have to throw something in there about North Little Rock. i got to rethink it now, yeah, man. Yeah. i got to come up with some new shtick. <laughs> something so we were talking about movies yeah uh, we just got kind of off on that tangent and we were talking about the strike and the screen actors guild strike is still going on so that has moved some movies to next year they yeah. moved they moved ordinary angels they've moved dune those films have moved to the to next year because of the actor strike because of the screen actors guild agreements they cannot publicize movies right don't know if you guys heard this, but the last two movies released that weren't hurt by this no publicity was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Meg 2. Meg 2, right. They came out the first Friday in August. Since then, I think grosses have been depressed because we haven't had actors doing social media or morning talk shows, late night talk yeah, shows, or news programs. That's true. They're, and we're not – it's sort of interesting because, you know, I always think that uh, it doesn't really – the publicity doesn't really matter because it's all – 
it's all commercial. It's all trailers. It's all this. And I think that's what drives it. But then you see that you, it's sort of like a control. It's an experiment. It's control. Okay, you take this part away, and it drops 10, 15, 20%. So what are the problems we have in, in our business, the newspaper business, is that we're always trying to get you know access to people and, and trying to get – Movie reviews, basically, trying to see things early, trying to do that. And over the past 15, 20 years, you know, in a town, a market like ours, a tertiary market like Little Rock, you know, they don't do screenings here anymore. They used to do screenings a lot. They used to, you know, give us just about anything we wanted. And in the past, you know, 15 years, they haven't done that. They've relied on, you know, uh, people like me picking up wire services or having people, you know, give them reviews from other places and, and i never thought i never thought it drove it in. i mean i never thought I, th- I always and i think their idea was well we can really do without we can really do without reviews on most on most movies most movies aren't are impacted very much by a good review or a bad review i don't think it, it, i mean it depends some of these yeah. movies have a built-in situation right. going like a horror flick there's a built-in audience right. it doesn't really matter what a review says and i think some of the smaller kiddie movies reviews are less important mm-hmm. but when you're talking about a prestige motion picture a, a picture that's looking for uh, awards they need reviews if you're talking about an adult picture you're talking about a drama uh, you're talking about something that is appealed to an older audience it most definitely needs a review mm-hmm. um it, you're talking about the impact, and your numbers are pretty much out there. I've read everything from 10 to 20% of the box office is depressed because the actors are not promoting on right. TV, on radio, on social media. And I think really kind of the agreed-upon number is 15%. Yeah. That yeah. is depressing ticket sales by 15%. So when you look at Equalizer 3 or you look at The Haunting in Venice uh, and, and, and Expendables, it's coming up. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, right. The 15% of the box office is gone because there's no press. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't – you're asking about your impact. It's most definitely there. People need that. Uh, it's it's important. Well, yeah, may, maybe – like I said, we're, we're in a – and the strike could be over, you know, like in a week. Hope so. I hope so, too. I mean, I'm uh, – Jay Russell is burning incense out there in Hollywood, Amen. trying to get it over. Yeah, no, sir. It is sort of like we need, you know, we need it to end. And I mean, I'm not going to get into the issues be- about it because some some are really interesting. The artificial intelligence stuff and all that is that's nuts. That's spooky. I mean, you could replace me tomorrow with um, artificial intelligence. I mean, you could get, you know, I mean, some bots just writing it. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and it's already happening. You know, you've got you've got people. You've got newspapers out there using bots to, you know, uh, write up high school football and stuff like that in other places, not here. But uh, it, it's a it's a strange and frightening world. And I was going to say something you brought up. You talked about the people, the, the the movies that need this sort of critical yes. attention. Aren't most of them now going? You know, like most of your adult dramas are kind of migrating to, you know, like streaming services, like to Netflix and stuff like that. Or they'll come out and they'll have a, you know. A, two or three week run and then they'll hit Netflix or Apple TV or something. I'm thinking like Killers of, uh, Flowers of Killer Moon, you know. Uh, Flowers of the Killer Moon is going October 20th. It's going wide. It's being yes. released by Paramount. It is a major theatrical release. They will be going thousands of runs. Yep. It will be a long time before that shows up on a streaming service. It will. Okay. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> That's what I was wondering because I was wondering if it was going to be like another one of those no. three-week things no. where it will show up on Apple TV. Cause Distributed by Paramount, they expect a long run. Long run. They're putting 
putting it out October the 20th so it can get through award season. I expect it to be on movie screens and have a regular theatrical window. Yeah. That's what I'm expecting. That's kind of the rumor. I haven't gotten the master license agreement from Paramount yet. It's a little early for that. Right. But that's what everybody's talking about. And and you're talking about different animals. Right. Uh, we're talking about different situations. And you're talking about a, a tier of streaming services that appeals to different people. I'll be honest with you. I don't think the people that watch Netflix have ever went to the movies. That's uh, a good point. I think Netflix, if you look at what is watched on Netflix... It is very much middle of the road, kind of lowbrow, not very intriguing things. Mm-hmm. If you look at the top ten movies on Netflix from week to week, it's generally some Adam Sandler crap. Right, I was just saying it's the Adam you know? Sandler yeah, stuff. It's just yeah. a very lowbrow thing, and Netflix is cheap, and Netflix yeah. gives you a billion things to to choose from. I don't think most people that just sit and consume Netflix have ever went to a cinema. They're not really cinema goers. Right. It is a different customer. Uh, just like the Waffle House and McDonald's have a different customer than Kroger a lot of times. Sometimes there's a bleed over, okay? Right. But I think Netflix is different from the other, I would say, higher tier or more premium or more content-driven streaming platforms. I think Netflix is just, we're going to throw a gazillion things out here, throw all this against the wall and hope somebody hope some of it sticks and you right. subscribe. That's yeah, you, what no you get the subscriber... There. Once you get the subscriber, you have to give them content, and it doesn't yes. really matter. You know, you're giving them content all across the board. You give them 600 choices, you know. And that's the problem with streaming. You pull up a streaming service, and there's a billion things for you to choose from, and you're sitting there for 10, 15, 20 minutes to pick out what to watch, and then you're <laughs> like, man, I'm just giving up, right? Right. right. <clears throat> the thing about a, a theatrical release, and I've said this many times, there's thousands of movies made every year. Five, six, seven, ten thousand movies made, right? Yeah, more than ever. Oh, yeah. yeah. All the time. And you know, eh, maybe 120 to 150 are worth playing at a movie theater. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's right. And I mean, as an exhibitor, I'm operating a movie theater. I want two to maybe three pictures every Friday. And that puts me in a zone of between 100 and 150 titles a year. And those 150 titles are going to be the best movies made. Mm-hmm. Now, there may be some other stuff popping off. Like, we've got a special event tonight called Shaky Shivers. Right. It's a horror flick. It's popping off tonight at 7 o'clock. You can get your tickets at Riverdale10.com. It's from Fathom Events. <laughs> right. right. Fathom that Events. is a one-night thing. And we do that quite often. Right. We have those several times a month. <clears throat> Excuse me, but when I'm talking about a regular release pattern, I want two to four movies every Friday, and I want those movies to pop in and run anywhere from two weeks to 12 weeks, okay. depending on the motion picture. I don't need more than that. My screen real estate is too valuable. So please take that crap movie of the week and dump it to a streamer. Oh, sure. Well, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm wondering, it's sort of like the, the, the main audience, movie theaters, in a way, you can look at them. They exist as places to go, as places to take a date, as places to experience something, which is different than, you know, the sitting at home and watching uh, something on Netflix, old Absolutely. Netflix and chill thing. I'm wondering if your audiences are getting older or younger in the movie theaters because most of the people I know who, uh, who go to movies are older people. Maybe that's just because I know more older people than I know younger people now. Karen says we've got to get younger friends because all ours are dying. You know, but on the other hand, I went to a lot more movies when I was younger 
than I do now. So that's like standing around saying everybody I know loves Led Zeppelin. Right. Well, you probably need to extend, extend your, pool, your Yeah, right? exactly. The reality is 56% of all motion picture tickets sold, people attending a cinema are under the age of 25. Right, right. More than half are under the age of 25. And let's think about that. You know, once you get past 30, you got things to do. You got a significant other. You got a kid. Mm-hmm. You got a job. You got a mortgage. You got a house payment, right? Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Young people are looking for something to do every day. Right, every so, night, every and, yeah. And you can look around at your crowd. Friday night is most definitely high school night. Okay. High school kids and junior high school kids go to movies on Friday night. Saturday is date night. Mm-hmm. Young adults. That's who's out there. College age and young adults. Your 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 crowd is under 21 on Friday night. Your crowd is 21 to 31 on Saturday night. Right. Sunday afternoon is older people. Yeah. Senior citizens, <laughs> grandparents. That's who goes on Sunday that's afternoon. That's me. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> and you can set the rhythm of people because people do things together. You can set the rhythm of people and you know when they're going to come. Everybody's going in the summer, and you're crazy, crazy busy, and then school starts, and it's over. Stops, yeah, yeah, exactly. September is the worst month of the year in the movie business every year. The second weekend in September is the slowest weekend of the year in the movie business. Uh The second slowest weekend is Super Bowl weekend. Yeah, exactly. It's always that way. It's been that way for 40 years. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's interesting getting this perspective from an exhibitor because, you know, it's like if you look at it from, you know, say a critic's point of view, the movies that come out in the summer are of a different type. It's for then, young people. Yeah, exactly. People and then, and then you this hit day. this, and then you hit what we're in right now, and it's like, uh, studios are releasing things that maybe they don't, not all that confident in, different kind of things, a lot of horror movies. Yes, and then after the Toronto International Film Festival, you get into October, that's when the big prestige movies start rolling out. Absolutely. And that's like 80% of the critical movies. You know, the movies that critics pay attention to are coming out after October 1st. That's exactly right. But what you've got is you've got the attention span or your public. And when public public school starts, everybody's got straight A's, everybody's got perfect attendance, and your football team is undefeated. Right. And that absorbs your brain from about August 25th until about November 1st. (laughs) And by the time November 1st rolls around, the team's lost some games, you don't have perfect attendance anymore, and you're trying to pull a (laughs) C-minus. And you get back to doing other things. Yeah. That's why the release pattern is the way it is. Yeah. You don't have any, in September, you don't have any customers Sunday night through Thursday night. They don't exist at the cinema. Okay. And on Friday night, if your local high school football team has an away game, yeah. you got a crowd. If they got a home game, you, you don't. You don't have a crowd, right? On They're Saturday, all... your crowd is dependent on high school foot. Um, excuse me, college football, college on, football TV. on TV. We're the answer, 101.1 FM. You can always call us at 501-823-0965. I'm in the saddle with you today. It's Matt. They call me Wildside Smith. I am here. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We are talking movies because Dave is gone. He's in Panama City Beach, toes in the sand. I have as my guest today Philip Martin, and he is the man of many talents. Philip yeah. Martin Philip Martin writes books. Yeah. Philip Martin is the style editor for the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Did I get that right? That's close enough. It features style. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. And uh, you also review movies. Yeah. You columnist. Re- yeah, I'll do you all review this. books. You review music. Yeah. Uh, and, and I see the occasional column on alcohol. I see yeah, that we, sometimes. We do that. We run a spirits column every once in a while. 
do it more often if uh, I did it more often when I was younger. Let's put it that gotcha. way. Gotcha. Yeah. So we've got we've got some books, we've got some music, we've got some movies, we have some drinks. Yeah. I know we do style and then you have one that's um What's the uh, what's the title of the other one? It's like a was it like mass? No, oh, critical mass. Yeah, critical, critical mass, mass is all critical mass. I'm, we're doing some new things. We're doing a, introducing a new feature, new column called "Best Revenge," which is just about anything you want to talk about that is like living well. Okay, like if you want to talk about Mexican restaurants or you want to talk about you know twenty uh, year old. Uh, scotch you know you can we'll be writing about that a little bit more uh you know i just i i I, what it is really is imposter syndrome because i feel like if i don't have anything like going on right now they might you know forget about me or or get me out of there because you know it's like anybody could do this is the way i feel (laughs) so you know it's like i'm 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 just happy to happy to have the work okay okay so but 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 i'm right on saying you are still 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 reviewing books yeah still still doing all that movies still doing still reviewing music and you still might throw in something about the mcallen scotch on occasion yeah yeah and then and then i write for uh, the perspective section on sundays and 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 on tuesdays so i have regular you know like opinion column opinion column you had one on old walt disney taking pictures with mussolini that's right well he didn't he didn't (laughs) i mean someone told me he did i said no mussolini and walt disney no it was mussolini's son (laughs) that was a cool column you know i mean it's just i I, I like doing that sort of thing i like doing history i like doing i mean you know what I'm burned out on what and I shouldn't say that in this studio oh. I'm so burned out on politics I don't oh, ever want to talk about you politics know. don't ever want to write about politics and I when I do write about it I try not to write about it in a way that is yeah I'm writing about something interesting not about the the just raw raw this team that team sort of stuff well, I, mean, I, I mean I don't I like can, anybody I can get that man I mean it's just yeah. such a di- divisive thing yeah I mean if you if you talk about a movie some people some people can get on board with that yeah. or a good book a good TV show some good food I mean yeah. that's such a common ground and you know people can relate and and you know our politics unfortunately has just gotten to be such a hard line. It's gotten to be entertainment, you know? and it shouldn't be. It should That's be boring. True. It should be boring. It should be something like, oh well, you know these these nerds over here are trying to figure stuff out. You know, and Definitely. let's let's get the smart nerds and the and they'll get in there and they'll try to figure it out for us. But no, we've made it into entertainment and. I, I don't want to go off on a whole rant. A lot of this is just like it, the networks a long time ago figured out it was cheap programming. And so now we have all these different flavors set up, and everybody can go choose what team they're on, and we can we can battle it out on there. And, uh, you know, I mean, I just get I just get bored with it. And so I'd rather talk about movies. I'd rather talk about music. I'd rather talk about McAllen Scotch. I'd rather talk about just about anything. But occasionally I will still venture into that because we are in a newspaper and we do conventional stuff. So, yeah. You know, you're right, though. You need an egghead. That is just you know he just has on the short sleeve short sleeve white dress shirt yeah. and you know, there's no such thing as a short sleeve dress shirt yeah. and he's got the pocket protector right you know and and he's just trying to efficiently right. bureaucratically run some junk you don't need the Kardashians type right feel. you don't need it to be showbiz which is what it is doesn't need to be personality driven right. doesn't need to be an Instagrammable moment that's you need right some boring clowns in a room with a, a metal chair and a flat desk solving some problems yeah i don't even think you need the best and the brightest i think you need the good c students who you know are are conscientious and 
are egoless. I mean, that's the whole thing. But 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 that's not going to happen. The best and the brightest need to be, you know, curing cancer, cancer yeah, figuring exactly. out the problem with Alzheimer's, figuring out how we can visit Mars yeah. or Venus. Man, that's, you know? that's what they I mean, need to be doing. I mean, yes. it's like, yeah. Yes. And, I, and not that we have the best and the brightest doing it either. It's I don't just think a, so. Well, but, you know. It should be something that anybody could do, and we wouldn't treat any of them all that special. It shouldn't be like um, it shouldn't me, be like American royalty. Okay, it strikes me as failed actors a lot of times. A lot of times. <laughs> you know, a like, lot of times. I want to be on TV. Want to be on TV. Want to have yeah. Good, I know? want. I want this attention. It's, I want. You know, I want attention. Like, like bad reality show programming. Yeah. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Spoken by somebody who is like in the newspaper seven, eight times a week and puts out music and does all this and goes on the radio. No, go. don't pay attention to me. I actually, yeah, I know. There I know. you go. There you go. Yeah. So, so hey, we're going to just go totally on a different tangent okay. here. We're going to do something that we that that Dave doesn't do. We're going to get off. I do movies and and music commentary. You know, yeah. when I'm on here on Fridays, I do movies and music. Dave does politics and yeah, local that's and national fine. and all that. But something that doesn't really happen here is playing music. Now, I love music. You love music. I know, you know, you bang it out on the guitar very well. <laughs> I don't know about that. And I know you write songs. Yeah, right? that's the main thing. You do that. And I know from time to time you will put together your songs and you will put an album out yeah, on an album just, yeah. Spotify, right? All right. Well, it goes out of all the digital things. We used to do... We used to do Real CDs, and we looked into doing vinyl. The vinyl is really expensive, and it's if you're trying to make a living doing it, yeah, vinyl is probably a good thing to do because you need merch to sell at your shows. But I don't want to go play shows; I just want to do this. So yeah, we're mainly doing it digital. It's on Spotify, Apple Music. If you've got any of those, you know, title any of those weird things, you can probably find it there too. It's a, you know, it's it's everywhere. So you want to create. Your songs, if I'm if I'm understanding you correctly, you want to put it out there. You want people to have an opportunity to discover yeah. what you have written, right? You know what you are doing, but you are not looking for a gig at the Whitewater Tavern or no. down at Summit Arena. No, I'll play I'll play out two or three times a year, maybe, and that's when somebody asked me. I think. I don't know if I should, this hadn't been announced, but I think the next time I'll be playing is Dan Byrne. I don't know if you know Dan, but Dan is coming to the Whitewater in February, maybe, and I nice. might be opening for him because, you know, and, but, but it's just sort of like, yeah, I'll go out and play a little bit. I'm, in the 80s, I was in bands and stuff like that, and I wrote songs, and I was never the front guy, and I know, and, I was really kind of self-conscious about it. And the only reason I ended up doing this was because I couldn't find anybody else to play these things. So you know. There you go. Yeah. There you go. So, so I, you know, that's great as far as getting down to the Whitewater. And Whitewater is still down oh, there. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I love still that Still down there at the bottom of Cantrell Hill. Yeah. It's still going. It's been around for 100 years. It's yeah. a great place. It is. So I'm glad that's coming up in February. That's yeah. cool. That's yeah. cool. So, so the new music is on Spotify. It's on Apple Music. Yeah. What is the name the, of the The new album? album is called Where Cinderella Smokes. And that comes from a line that's in this first song. And, um, and the first song is an interesting song. It's a little long. Uh, for for AM radio, like we used to think about, but it's uh, 
I, it's a song about going on vacation, and it's a song about things that happen in the world out there. It's called Savannah, Savannah Says. Nice, nice. Okay, can we cue that up, brother, and kick it on? We're going to get some live music from Philip Martin here on the Dave Ellswick Show today, The Answer, 101.1 FM. Yeah. So get your listening ears on. Here comes the first cut. Yep.
We are back, and hey, I had to go eight-track style on you because I kicked <laughs> off, kicked off this song, which is like what six, six minutes, minutes six, six minutes, six minute song. Yeah. So it's kind of a, yeah. it's kind of a Metallica symphony song. It's yeah. six minutes, yeah. and I kicked the song off, and then I got to go to break. So see, it shows you I'm a rookie. I kind of dropped the ball. So we had part of the song break. Then we finished up the song, kind of back in eight track, nineteen seventy two, in a Dodge Roadrunner supercharger, and <laughs> <laughs> flipped to the next track. Okay, eight you got track. Got that big it. clunk. Oh man, how cool! Eight track. But you carried the car, baby. Plug it in. Yeah, that's right. So, so do you want to tell us some more about this song? About well, you know, it's sort of like uh, I have been. Uh, like in places, like enjoying myself, and then something will come on the news that just takes you out. And, I'm, and this song specifically references the shooting in, in Charleston a few years ago, where the kid walked into the the AME church, oh yeah, and shoots those people, and it, and it references that school shooting in Tennessee. Oh, yeah. You know, but it's it's told from the point of view of you know just some guy who's trying to play some golf, and you know, and he's got uh, you know. It's it's it, 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 it makes it it's it's it, we live in really interesting times, which is not a good thing. You know, it's sort of like you know, lots of bad stuff is going on out there, and a lot of people like like me and you live pretty comfortably, and you know, but it doesn't exactly insulate us from it. So that's what center, you know what uh, Savannah says is about. I mean. Um, I had a bunch of – usually when I do an album, I just have a bunch of songs, and I just put them out together. This one's a little different in that um, – yeah, I played all instruments on it, number one, which is – so really? don't blame the drummer. You know? Really? So you did the drums. What else? Oh. What other instruments did you do on this? I, play, I played bass, played guitars, basically, and I've got a little guitar synthesizer that uh, I can add little textures. I can't really play it. You know, I can play it. In the piano voice, but it won't sound like a piano with me playing it. It's just the, but I can add little flourishes here and there and just little stuff like that. So uh, yeah, it's like before I've, you know, we did one in 2017 and I got really good band behind me, uh, Nick Devlin and and um, Dave Hoffpower, those guys. We we went in the studio and uh, did it the right way. And since then, you know uh, that. You know, be honest, that's a little expensive, you know. I mean, if you're just doing, I mean, I don't regret it, and we pretty much made, you know, pretty much broke even on everything. But it's sort of like the technology is such now that if you're just doing it on my level, where all you really want to do is present the songs, you can sit there and you're, you know, do it in your house, and and it's fun to learn about stuff. That's one thing I that, that that's 
you know, it's it's sort of entertaining me. It's it's sort of I'm learning how to, you know, I'm learning how to play bass for the first time in my life. I never did it. You think it's pretty simple. It's like a guitar of four springs, but it's you know a whole different approach. So I'm I'm learning that. Drums are hard, man. I tell you, I tell you, and uh, we struggled with that, but. I'm, yeah, that's I think the, they're okay. That's I think the old okay. joke, man. Uh, your boyfriend's a musician. Nah, he's a drummer. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, so, so you got the drums on this. You yeah. did the bass. You yeah. did the guitar. Yeah. You did the vocals. Vocals. Yeah. And then you said you said something about some piano type. Yeah, okay. we're just doing a little, just a little fooling around with the okay. keyboard and a little bit fooling around. Like I said, with my guitar. Uh, synthesizer which is a really cool tool but like i said i'm a limited musician so i can't make full use of any of this stuff i and i'll go up and i'll work on it for you know on the weekends and on you know after i and i do things backwards because the way you're supposed to build a track and you probably know i'm sure you know this is you get the drums and the bass and you set down this rhythm track and maybe you're playing to a click or you're doing like this i don't do it that way i take a gatusa guitar basically and i'll sit and sketch the song out and i'll get a version that i like with the acoustic guitar and voice and then i'll kind of fit everything else in around it then i'll go back and get a telecaster or get a strat and then i'll go back and then i'll do the bass after that so i'm doing it all backwards and sometimes the drums are the last thing i do which is totally wrong but that's how i have to put it together and sometimes i have to put it together where i'm playing you know like a note at a time and kind of feeling my way through that but it's possible to do that now and if you're willing to 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 do it and I'm a songwriter. I'm not a musician. Let's put it that way. I can do a little bit. That's all. Right, but what you just described to me yeah. is you are doing your music and doing your album from a songwriter's perspective. Exactly, exactly. That's uh, what you're doing. Yeah, if I had somebody else who would sing and play these things. I got a real nice compliment the other day. I'm not going to say who it was because I don't want to name drop. But, uh, Uh-oh. You know, somebody I'm interviewing for a, for a piece, and his, his publicist had in preparation for the interview, had sent him a copy of the album. And toward the end of the interview, he said, yeah, I heard your album. I said, oh, I said, and I started doing all my apologetic stuff and saying, you know, if I was going to do this right, I'd get somebody else to sing, I'd get this. He goes, no, man, don't, 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 don't. You know, you sing it. You sing this song the way it's supposed to be sung, and it works this way. So don't, don't get a singer. So that felt, made me feel good, but, you know. Matt with movies, music, and various mayhem. Dave Ellswick is on vacation today. He's on the beach, eating some Viennese sausage, got his toes in the sand, drinking a Diet Coke. So you got me, and I have a guest here on The Answer, 101.1 FM. Hmm. You can call us, 501-823-0965. My guest is the... Renaissance man of, I guess I got to say North Little Rock these days, Philip yeah. Martin. He's here. <laughs> got to change that name up. I got to come right. up with something besides Renaissance man, I guess. But Philip Martin is with us, and of course you know him from the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Right. He's written some books, but he is also a singer songwriter. He has a new album out. If you are just joining us now, you didn't tune in till ten o'clock because you didn't want to hear what was happening earlier. We are playing some tracks from his new album. It's on Apple Music. It's on Spotify. It's on the digital platforms. Name of the album is? (laughs) Where Cinderella Smokes. 
That is so cool. Where Cinderella smokes. And tells dirty jokes. Yeah. yeah is it Marlboros? What is she doing? The Marlboro <laughs> Reds? Does she have the 100s? Who knows? Hey, Maybe you know. it's camels. I don't know. Hey, you know, you see these places, and they just seem so... Shady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little smoke hanging in above yeah. the pool table. Yeah. You know, that's what we yeah, That's got. where she is, yeah. So yeah. we had... We had our first track, right. it was a long track. It was a six-minute track. It was Six-minute track. Yes, I said it was like something, maybe a Metallica symphony yeah. thing. Six minutes is pushing it, man. I mean, it wasn't Indigata DeVita, but that's a long song. Yeah. There you go. So we've got another track coming up now. I believe this is track two. Which song is this? Oh, this is track two? Is Can it track two? We, we got wait, track wait, two ready? I don't know. Let me see. You don't know. He's looking. We're looking. We're checking. I don't know. My guest doesn't know. The hey, producer doesn't I know. I can tell you a story about trying to get this on. No, let's, not, to get this let's not do track two. Let's not do track two. Let's do track four. What is the name of track four? I Dig Girls. I Dig Girls. Hit it, Mr. Producer. I have a story about this. Nice. Girls and the girls dig me. 
Okay, man. Now, uh-huh. now, look, now let me let me confess something. Okay. Yeah. I like to come in raw and unschooled, so I have not listened to any, any of, of this, that. Right. Right. I want this album to hit me when you turn it on in here. I I knew it was out when it came yeah. out. Yeah. But I purposely did not listen so that today, boom, 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 <laughs> yeah. I would get it fresh and it would be like my first take. Right? It is, yes. I love that, man. It's so <laughs> simple and cool, and I like the lyrics, and anybody can relate to it, and you're just banging out the guitar. I, I, love, I love this. What I was trying to do, and I failed, was I was trying to, I was listening to, because Marshall Crenshaw's um, first album is, had a 40 year thing released last year and i was listening to it and i was like i really like marshall crenshaw you know someday some way you know all this real poppy stuff it's like so i want to write a song like that and this is what came out i mean it's sort of like and i and i did it with the uh i I did a whole thing with electric guitars and stuff like that but i ended up liking my demo better so it's just the guitar and a shaker and you know a couple other things in there so yeah i it's just it's just silly and i like it it has a good tuned down feel to it you know it's very natural i like how that is i like the lyrics right and anybody can relate to this (laughs) i mean you know i girls are cool yeah dig them yeah exactly Exactly. I, I like them, you know, and yeah. some of them, you know, they liked me back. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. I can just see somebody leaning on that pool table thinking what just this song just yeah, said. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit different than what, because a lot of things I write are real wordy and real, I don't know, Jackson Brown said it, you know, he wrote like... Uh, and iambic pentameter and stuff. I don't do that, but it's like I do have a lot of you know. I you know my words are the lyrics are generally really important, and not that the lyrics aren't important than this, but it's just you know it's just me coming from like uh, my old meathead phase. Yeah, it's just oh, yeah. Cool. I mean, it's I girls. Relatable. Yeah, it's relatable. Yeah, you know I my mean, pronouns, me and mine. Yes, yes, and I'm at the bar. <laughs> I'm 21 years old. I'm drinking a Pabst yeah. Blue Ribbon Tallboy. Right. And yes, absolutely. Well, there's a real, I mean, and I don't have it, but there's a real gift to that sort of relatable sort of, you know, Jimmy Buffett sort of thing, you know, where it's yes. like he's just talking to you like you are the guy at the bar next next to him, you know. So. Who didn't like a cheeseburger? Yeah, exactly. Who didn't want to go to the beach? Exactly. I mean, there's a reason Jimmy Buffett was so popular, and yeah. everybody could relate to that, and most people thought they were a parrot head. Yeah. You know, I wasn't a big Jimmy Buffett fan, but I'm certainly aware of what he right. did, and, and he was certainly you a appreciate it. You could see what he did you know i really liked the first six albums or so and yes. i really liked him and then then he became a big deal and it's like okay i get it and he deserves it you yes. know i mean i wasn't going to those concerts i mean i went to a couple concerts back yes. in the day yes but you know i'm not gonna go dress up like a parrot head but no. i don't begrudge that's great if you want to do it it's fun you know and how many people can say that how many people never had six albums Right. And then and then, you know, just think of any artist, think of any artist that you know and think of saying the statement, I liked their first six albums. Right, exactly. What do you say that about? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean that's a career. But you know, it's like the guy's a billionaire and he had one top ten hit. Yes. I mean that says something. Who's his he's his appeal is so wide. You know, it doesn't have to be that deep when it's that wide. You know, it's sort of like he 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 knew what he he sold what he was doing and he was authentic and uh, you know Wal- he was great. the Walmart of music right 
right? right. And, but it was good quality everybody. stuff. I mean, yes. he's not you know not yes. not chi- cheap Chinese relatable. knockoffs. Yeah, I mean, something relatable. Everybody exactly. likes cheeseburgers. Exactly. Everybody, everybody likes blue jeans. Right. Everybody likes Coca Cola. I yeah. mean, yeah. I mean, and and and. You know, it was kind of, uh, you know, he never said anything about having the cancer. So, you know, yeah. it was, people were surprised when we lost was, Jimmy Buffett. It was, but. it was really sad, but, you know, but it really sad, but he had a good run and he was, Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. What an him. artist. What an artist. Well, that yep. that was great. I, I just, I love that track. That track was wonderful. Yeah. Uh, do we want, do we have time, Mr. Producer, to squeeze in another one or are we getting tight? How many minutes we got, baby? How many minutes we got? We can fill the time with something else if we ain't got time yeah, for a song, right. baby. We've got about we've got about three minutes. We only got three minutes. Yeah. Oh, we can't put a can't song on that. in three minutes, man. We ain't we ain't got nothing from Kiss's first record. It's clicking in at two thirty eight. We gotta talk about something else. Be sure you check this record out on Spotify for Philip Martin. Okay, you can go there and listen to it. Or Apple Music. I'm Apple, Apple Music. music. Yeah. I'm an Apple Music person myself. The name yeah. of the album is we're, we're Cinderella Smokes, and that's important because there are other Philip Martins out there. That's true. That's true. You need to look for the title. Yeah, exactly. On 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 one of those things, you can find it on YouTube too. You can find it, you know, anywhere you can find music. Streaming music. Yeah, exactly. YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, where Cinderella smokes by Mm -hmm. Philip Martin, our local Arkansan. He's right here. He's got a new record out. You mentioned that record for 2017. What was the name of the 2017 record? Oh. Can't remember? (laughs) uh, uh, Something for the Pain. Something for the Pain. I I, I have trouble with it because the original original title was Chinese Rolex. And uh, I had that up until the day that it went to the printer. And then I changed it because... I think I could have got away with it, but I was a little bit worried about, you know, the the watchmaker guy coming after me. There you yeah, go. So. There you go. That was a good record. We did yeah, we that did. record as well. We did do that one. And we, we, we had a good time doing that. That was great. And so it's hard to believe that album was 2017. Yeah. Well, I've released a bunch of stuff since then, but that's like, this is... Most of them are just like okay, they just put a bunch of songs out and like that. This like is a little like EP a real thing. album. Yeah, but yeah. This is exactly. a real album. This is a real album. But real you can go back and find the other stuff too if you want to. Yes, and 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 if every time you play it, I get point zero 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 three cents. So, <laughs> ouch. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, know. You know that's the thing about Spotify and the artists that yeah. own Spotify. You know, Spotify if they're streaming your music, they can tell you right down to the last you know five digits of the zip code or whatever where people are listening exactly they can tell you that and so if you're a major artist and you're touring you know if more people are listening in detroit versus denver and so that's the good thing about spotify i need to play denver i don't need to play detroit you kind of know where to book your tour right if you're an artist you know if you're you're you know jackal or you're you know right you know you're blackstone cherry you're hinder you're my darkest days you know where to go play but you gotta have gabazillion spins for the, you to get a ten. Well, it changed the model. It's like album sales don't exist anymore. It's Nothing. like that. And so the only way you make money in the movie in the music business is touring, playing clubs, and yes. you know you got to play live and you got to play merch. live and serve. Ser- yes, sell merch. Yes. Yeah. And so that that's Spotify tells you where to play live if you are touring, right? But you don't sell any music, and so everybody tours now. The touring yeah. market is saturated. I yep. mean, it really is. I mean, everybody stays on the road. Used to, you'd see your band, and then your band might blow back through that town in five years. Five years, yeah, now, something like that. Now, that band is playing your town once a year. Yep. 
You know, they've got to. They've That's got the to only go. way they Two hundred nights a year. Yeah. Yes. I mean you're you're that, that band is coming back through. You know, it might be eighteen months before you see them again. Maybe. But most likely they're back in twelve to sixteen. They mm-hmm. need the money. They mm-hmm. can't sell any music. They gotta get you to come out, buy a ticket, and buy some T shirts. Otherwise they can't pay the bills. Yeah, I know. You know. I mean it used to be a thing of we're going to put this album out. The album's going to take up all of our time and money. We're going to make a wonderful record, and we're going to release it. And then, as an afterthought, we will tour. You're touring to promote the album, and now you're touring. You're making the album so you have something to tour with. It's, it's, it's totally reversed. You're going to yeah. book the tour so you can eat, yeah. and then you might throw together some songs and release a record. Man, it's not Dave Ellswick. Dave Ellswick is on vacation. Yes, this is 101.1 FM, The Answer, and you can call me at 501-823-0965. This is Matt Wildside. I am in here taking Dave's place while he's on vacation. He's down in Florida frolicking in the ocean in a tutu, and I am in here talking about music, movies, and metal. My guest today is Philip Martin from the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Philip also writes books. He also writes music. And we are doing songs from his new album. And you can find this album on Spotify and Apple Music. This song is called Saving Grace. Give it a listen. Now rhythm like the reverb. He don't like my tone. Call me messing with a little priest that I ought to left alone. He likes to bounce a little bass. He likes to snap a snare. If you give me heaven else of grace, I need a halfway there. I need a thrill of the night. I need the still of the spring. Sugar on my voice He wants to drive sound I tell him to see himself
in the saddle now you want to tell us about that song yeah that's an answer song that's nice. uh and you remember uh, uh peter chris and beth yes. which was a kiss song actually okay. i thought it was a peter chris song from a solo album but this is sort of an answer to that sort of like you know this is like being in the studio and not wanting to stay there or like that so this it, it's a little song about uh you know some of the difficulties you you encounter and what you're trying to do and where you really would rather be which is you know home 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 maybe a little coffee feet kicked up by the fire if it's winter time yeah relaxing maybe a good book you're taking it easy but yeah you got to be in the studio yeah yeah, yeah and, and everything's gone wrong because your, your producer doesn't like you know he wants your voice drier where you want to hide it behind some reverb <laughs> oh man there you go all right well, what, <laughs> you don't like the way the guitar sounds you know you it's go. sort of like it sounds sounds kind of like a toy to you all right we are back we yeah. are back we're back in the saddle now i've got philip martin from the arkansas democrat gazette <laughs> and the singer songwriter here with me today i am matt wildside i'm your host because dave ellswick is out of town gone 101.1 fm the answer and you can call us at 501-823-0965 dave ellswick the king of all media uh he'll be back in the saddle soon where'd he go maui i think he's in maui yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah well, he's going to go touring the yeah touring the islands maybe yeah, yeah. yeah. gotta love it gotta love that he'll be back in the saddle soon do we have any more music from this new album, or have we played all that we're going to play? Have well, we there's, you know, to be honest, there's some you shouldn't. Let's play. Oh, here we go. Let's play. A, you want to play? A, I did a Springsteen cover. You want to do that? Oh man, yeah. I mean, it's who, just me and the guitar. Who it's doesn't just, love the boss? Yeah, let's yeah, do. Let's do racing in the street. Racing in the street. And all this right. is just me playing guitar and okay. singing. So, so it's so, real raw. So you decided to do a Springsteen cover. Yeah, okay. I kind of do. I try to do one every album, one or two. I've, I actually did two this album. I did Joan Jett cover too. So, oh, but, okay. but uh, we'll play the Springsteen first if we have time. We might right. go play the other cover. I don't do a lot of cover songs because, like I said, I don't play out. You know, I don't go play shows. Gotcha. Uh, gotcha. Ex- ex- unless unless my friends ask me to, I don't do it. Very right rarely, yeah. but. You said you had a show in February. Maybe you know Maybe it's it's February. tentative. It's tentative. Okay. It's not been announced yet. But yeah, yeah, I'll probably be out by yeah. And I may play, you know, two or three times a year. I might get out there. It's usually the Whitewater, uh, but uh, you know, it's sort of that's not my thing. This my my thing is to to, to write these songs. So you so know. Whitewater Tavern two or three times a year. Yeah, yeah. Any other venues that you've done? Oh well, God, I, I used to do the. Uh, South on Main was a great oh, room. I mean, it's still, it's still a great room. I don't think they're doing so much of it. Let me, let me get with my guy here. I think now we can turn on Racing. Racing in the Street. Racing in the Street. This is a Bruce Springsteen cover. Yes. It's Philip Martin on guitar. Here we go.
Got a 69 Chevy with a 396 Few little heads and a hearse on the floor Waiting tonight down in a parking lot Outside a 7-Eleven store And my partner's son had built a straight out of scratch And he rides with me from town to town Only run for the money, got no strings attached Shut him up and then we shut him
street Summer's here and the time is right We're going racing in the street Oh, hey, we are back. We are back. We are back. That is Philip Martin's new album. It is called... Oh, We're Cinderella, We're Cinderella Smokes. We're Cinderella Smokes, and you can listen to that on Spotify. You can get that on Apple Music. You can get it on YouTube. Yeah, anywhere you, anywhere you can get digital music these days, yeah. Anywhere it streams, you can check it out there. And uh, that was a cover... Yeah, cover song. ...for uh, Bruce Springsteen. Nice That's cover. Right. Just right. get it on the guitar. Follow along with the boss. Can't beat that. Yeah, it's just sort of like, you know, I, I kind of liked it and kind of thought it added to the, it kind of, the, there's no real theme to the album, but it sort of fits in with the tone of the other songs. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, and and I'm, to be honest, I just kind of, I kind of like the way I play guitar on that. I don't like the way I play guitar very often, but it sounds good and to that, me. That's why you picked that one. That's mm-hmm. the whole yeah, it's been point. sitting around for a while. Yeah, gotcha. so yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Um, now I know you had another cover that you mentioned. Yeah. And this cover, tell us about it. This is the first time I ever played bass on uh, a track where I, you know, uh, and bass is a different animal. So this is <laughs> this is a this is a song that you'll recognize, but you won't recognize you know, the way I do it is a little different. It's gotcha. a Joan Jett cover. Yeah. Okay, okay. Now we've got a caller, so we're going to go to this oh, caller boy. before we okay. get to Joan Jett. All right, what's our caller doing? Yeah, this is uh, Chester. He's a uh, normal caller here on the Dave Ellswick. Nice. Show. He's got a question for you, Matt. Okay. Hey, good morning. How are you? Oh, man, I got a question for you. Do you ever do any gospel? What's that? Do you ever play any gospel music? Gospel music. Philip, do you ever play any gospel music? No, but I am very much influenced by gospel music. By, you know, like, there's a... There's a thing about gospel. It's a feeling. It's a you know, like when the El- Elvis Presley c- can do gospel. Oh yes. You know, and Aretha Franklin and people like that. Uh, no, I've, I, I I listen to a lot of gospel. I've, I've incorporated a lot of that and assimilated a lot of that. But no, I don't do gospel songs. I've done a song a few years ago that was close. It was called. Oh, um, uh, it was a. It was called Keep Quentin Comps. Thompson Alive, which is a quote from Faulkner, or actually, actually, it's not it's a quote from the theologian Walker Percy, who's talking about uh, Quentin Thompson, a, a, a Faulkner character who commits suicide in his book, and it's about embracing, you know, uh, the everydayness of life and stuff like that. And, but that's as close as I've ever come. I mean, sort of like I think that you really have to have a vocation. You have to have. It's just like not everybody can preach. I don't think everybody can play play gospel music either. I well, mean, you mentioned. I mean, you mentioned Elvis Presley. Yeah. You mentioned uh, uh, Aretha Franklin. You mentioned that, and then you know Ray Charles also. Ray I mean, Charles. I mean, yeah. You know, if you think about that, you know, as far as going into gospel and those influences. So well, all American pop music, uh, which is now world pop music, is really it comes from that place. It comes from gospel, country, and rhythm and blues, which sort of that's mingle to roll. make rock and roll. That's rock and roll, man. yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's rock and roll. And 
you know, so it's all in the DNA there. But no, do I sit down and play hymns? No. I mean, I've tried to play Amazing Grace, but it just doesn't sound right when I do a version of that. It's not um, – you, a man's got to know his limitations. I mean, it, it is a personal thing, yeah. obviously, for anybody that's going to play an instrument or anybody that's going to write a song or anybody that's going to do some music. But, I mean, I would think – for you, it sounds like gospel would be harder than blues. Yeah. Gospel would be harder than... Right. Well, yeah. I mean, if you look at uh, you know instrument sales, I think that more mu- musical instruments are sold these days for praise bands and stuff like that than anything Amen. else. Yes. You know, it's a huge part, but it's not... My music really comes from, you know, sort of this... My literary instinct. You know, I'm a writer, you know, so I'm writing my own stuff. Uh, I wouldn't... Uh, you know, like I said, I would not sit down and try to write a hymn, not a traditional kind of hymn. And not uh, – uh, there's a guy, Paul Thorne, from Mississippi, Tupelo, Mississippi, was a was a boxer. He does some of the best gospel music I, I can think of a contemporary artist right now. He is a very much different um, type of performer than I am. I mean, and uh, so I – you know, I, I don't even think about what I'm about genre, about what I'm trying to do. You know, when I sit down and write a song, it's just that these are the kind of songs that I happen to have written. So, no, I can't say I've written a, a gospel song and I don't really perform them. So, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Well, now when we come back, we're going to have the Joan Jet cover. <laughs> we got we got a break. I'm sorry, we got a break. Man. I know, no, no, it's man. good. No, it's good. We're, Making money. Yeah, what, I understand. What is, what is it. the Joan Jet cover? Oh, it's it's actually a. a the original artist was Arrow, and it's... Uh, all right. We're going to have that song. We come back to title, Everybody will know this song. Ti- okay. All right, all right, all right. So Matt's in here with you today. Dave Ellswick is on vacation. Dave Ellswick will be back on Monday morning, bright and early. Mm-hmm. Now, I've got Philip Martin with me today. We're playing songs from Philip Martin's new album. It's out on Spotify and Apple Music and YouTube, and the album is called Where... Cinderella Smokes. Be sure to check that out and listen to this track from his new record. Here we go. Well, I saw her dancing there by the regular machine. And I knew she must have been about 17 Where the beat was going strong Playing my favorite song I could tell it wouldn't be long That she was with me Yeah, me I could tell it wouldn't be long That she was with me Singing high love, rock and roll So put another dime in the jukebox, baby High love, rock and roll So come on, take your time and dance with me She smiled so I got up and asked for her name 
she said, cause it's all the same I said, can I take you home? We can be alone And next we were moving on And she was with me Yeah, me We were moving on And she was with me Singing high love Rock and roll So put another dime in the jukebox, baby I love rock and roll So come on, take your time And dance with me So come on, take your time And dance with me Come on, take your time Now, what do you think about that nice, slow down Just yeah. kind of a bluesy acoustic feel to such a Joan Jet classic and I want to say probably her biggest hit her Maybe, biggest yeah. selling song I yeah. mean yeah. you know ba- bad reputation yeah. uh crimson and clover which yeah. you know was a cover she did um but I think I love rock and roll is her signature song. That's her stairway to heaven. That's, That's her right. free bird. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know? And I think if you're going to do a cover, uh, you know, if, if you're going to do a cover on an album anyway, there needs to be a reason. And I just thought, you know, it's it's, and she didn't write the song. I can't remember who did, but it was done by a group named Arrow. Um, a British group named Arrow first. And uh, I just thought, well, you know, I was playing. Really, the whole thing is, is that this is the very first time I ever played bass on a track. I actually recorded myself playing bass. And I could, and it sort of tells, but I was trying to go for that sort of, like, what if I were 16 and I were playing, you know, trying to play this song? It's kind of like, you know, it's very amateurish, but it's got a feel to it. And, you know, obviously I liked it enough to, to put it on the album. But it, it's, it's just a little fun thing, I think. It might be my theme song from now on. You know, hey, whenever I come on the radio, I'll just, just play that. Cut it in there. It's nice. Well, I mean, okay, so which cover did you enjoy more, Springsteen or Joan Jett? Well, that's, that's, or they're just night and day. Yeah, they're not. It's sort of like number one. Um, I, I'm not. I, 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 I'm going to stress this again. I'm not a singer, really. I mean, I'm sort of. I, I in the '80s, we I was in bands and I would sing one or two songs a night, maybe, and it, usually it would be a sped up. In fact, I used to sing you know this song, but I sang it in a sped up way you know in fact i think we even played it faster than joan jett and the black Hawths no. did yeah and and, and and you know i've sort of like in the past 10 years or so i've kind of like sort of relaxed into my voice into this and sort of like this is what i got you know this is the instrument i have and i'll i'll just play so it's it's kind of me you know just singing the way i sing and kind of a relaxed little you know thing I wanted to do, and it came out good enough that I thought that it would work out as kind of a bonus track on this album. It's, you know, you don't really do that anymore, but you know, it's like if this were 1985, you know, this would be the bonus track that comes with the uh, the the CD you pay a dollar extra for. You It'd know, that's 14. Thing. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Yeah, exactly. So, but you know, it was, it was fun to do, and um, and. 
I do a lot of songs in that Springsteen vein. You know, my 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 songwriting tends to run to that sort of Springsteen kind of, you know, those guitars and those chords and those changes and that sort of thing. This is not the sort of song I would write myself, but it's kind of it's fun to fun to play. So you consider yourself a songwriter first? Absolutely, yeah. And then I would say second a guitar player. Uh, yeah, way second. I mean, I'm I'm not a virtuosic. Uh, inst- I'm not a I'm not a great musician at all. I mean, but guitar is your number one instrument. Yeah, it's my only instrument really. I, mean, I play a little bass, a little keyboard, you know, and now a little drums. <laughs> you prefer acoustic guitar? Uh, it. The thing about electric guitar is that it's a lot more. You have to be a lot more precise, at least if you're playing the type of music I play. I mean, if you're just doing power chords and, and, and doing that, then, yeah, I can, I can handle a, uh, an electric guitar, but I'm, not, I'm more comfortable with acoustic guitar because I've played it more, and it fits my, my ear better when I'm writing, not necessarily when I'm making these tracks, because a lot of these tracks and some of the ones we didn't play are really heavy electric guitar songs. Some of them there's no acoustic on at all, but I always write on acoustic just because... That's, you know, that's just what I'm used to. That's my, that's my sound, is, is that acoustic sound. So. All right, man. Well, we're heading out. we got to wrap it <laughs> well, up. Well, thanks for having hey, me. Hey, <laughs> so glad you were here, brother. we got a little Jimi Hendrix theme ah, music. Ah, get it out of here, yeah. Check out Philip Martin's album on all the digital platforms. It's Where Cinderella Smokes. Yeah. As always, you can catch what I'm doing at I Riverdale10.com. That's Riverdale10.com. Yep. You can check Shaky Shivers out tonight. This weekend we'll have Sylvester Stallone and Expendables. Indispendables. Expendables this Expendable. weekend. You've got uh, the Talking Heads next week. You've yes. Got, you've got Stop Making Sense. Yeah. Stop Making, Making Sense, sense is on yeah. next week. Yeah. And also this weekend from Neon, It's Inside. Oh, that's Hit right. Us at Riverdale10.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flint with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com